you all are the reason that cinema is dying. <laughs> People are not going to movie theaters anymore. And all of you guys are the reason why. You would rather stay at home and binge watch than take your families out to a movie theater and have a night out in the cinema. Uh, I'll give it an A. Uh, um, well, okay, numbers. I'll give it a 10 out of 10. 10 um, out of 10? Okay. Yeah, that's higher than you that's rated first, That's your first 10. That's my first 10, huh? Yeah. the charm AJ. <laughs> all right welcome back to another episode of what we watching episode number four Ooh. um how you guys feeling today i'm all right excited to, to get this this movie off for sure talk about this one <laughs> for sure yeah. but what were you about to say you saying something i said a little little tired but uh <laughs> yeah there's been a, a hectic few past couple days yeah but you know what i do when things get hectic yeah What's that? Watch movies. There you go. <laughs> and this That's one, this one was a good one. This last good one, one. Uh, last one had Amari a little bit stressed out. Just a little bit, uh, but we made it through. We made it through. <laughs> We're not gonna get back well, into that. Let me that. tell you, baby. Look, I love the way that we do the selecting with these films. This truly cleansed my palate. Yeah. After that Mortal Kombat fiasco, <laughs> and I, um, you know well, what I mean. Before we, before we get into the movies, we uh, we posted a few polls. Um, well, one of them was the movies versus series. We already gave our our um, our take on that. Everyone sided with the series side. For me, it, it like I said here, and I said in, in our comments and stuff. It kind of goes back and forth with me lately. It's been series, but um, you all are the reason that cinema is dying. <laughs> People are not going to movie theaters anymore, and all of you guys are the reason why. You would rather stay at home and binge watch. Then take your families out to a movie theater and have a night out in the cinema with a Gabe it's special. A, with a Gabe special, it's Gabe a completely special. different experience that you guys are missing out on. Some of you might be rich enough to have the same sound system in your home that they have <laughs> in the AMC <laughs> theaters, but <laughs> for sure, the sound system, <laughs> yeah, the sound system <laughs> alone is enough to make the experience different in the the theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shame on all of you. Shame on all of you. Then we got Amari rant last time. Now Gabe's getting stuff off his chest. Right. Get back in those theaters. But yeah, every I think just like the the time the times people are are moving towards series, and that's why it kind of reflected that. But um, yeah, we had another poll posed by by Gabe himself, and then we turned it into a poll. What was the better trilogy, The Godfather, or the Batman, the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy? And um, again, Gabe was on the uh, on that wrong <laughs> wrong side of the popular vote, but but well, um, well, also, we have our reasons. Yeah, and I also think that like we're in a day and age of superhero movies. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so uh, the Batman series is more recent, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's a superhero movie. So I do feel like that. Like if you if if you ask the uh, the previous generation in the era that Godfather came out, I guarantee you we probably would have gotten some different results. Right. Yeah. Just because that movie was like the 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 talk of the town, I guess you know during that era. But for me, still still Godfather. Yeah. So you what 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 about you? Would you say? Um. Yeah, I said the Dark Knight. Um. Trilogy. Yeah. It's my yeah. It's my favorite movie. Yeah. So. I um, was definitely on that. The 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 Godfather so though. I mean, what's your? I know Gabe's reason. What's your reasoning? My reasoning for it being over the Godfather. Um, I just feel like it's a little bit more. Um, the Dark Knight trilogy just has a couple more things that I appreciate in terms of um, just the adaptation. One, the adaption of of the source material, but then two, again, like I'm like the performance person so heath ledger christian bell morgan freeman tom um, hardy tom hardy yes throughout the entire trilogy you have i mean come on you have uh raj al ghul played by liam neeson great yeah great villains. you got i mean you know you've got i mean academy award winners Catwoman. you come um, to me on the day that my daughter's <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know how i got these scars <laughs> 
<laughs> Both iconic. I mean, honestly, yeah. you can't go wrong. I mean, you you cannot go wrong with either trilogy. Like it's they're both legendary. Um, but for me personally, I I, I can go back and watch either one. Um, but yeah, I, I mean the per- personal preference. Yeah, they preference. both heavily influenced culture. Yeah, that was um, that was a topic brought up in some of our uh, like our movie club chat. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, yeah, go ahead, get your well. Get I mean, your take off it. So it was close. Yeah. So I, I he did I a mean, whole point it, system. Yeah, I had he to do a, a point, point system, system in the chat. I had to rank. I had to rank them to one through six. Yeah, <laughs> I had to rank them one through six, and then give first place six points, and then sixth place one point, and I end up um, putting Godfather uh, one. one first, then Dark Knight, then mm-hmm. Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. then Godfather two and three, mm-hmm. and then uh, Batman Begins. Batman Batman begins. begins. Yeah, so based off of that about, point right. system. Mm-hmm. Godfather would win right. by a point. Yeah. So it was close. Mm-hmm. I'm not obviously this is no knock to Batman because I've I've discussed how that was like one of the only superhero things that I enjoyed. Talked right? about it last part yeah. too. Three three straight pods now. Yeah. So <laughs> I, yeah. so it's yeah, so it's no knock to Batman, but for me, Godfather just like transcended cinema. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially cinematography. Yeah. Most definitely. So they, I'm on like a similar page to you. I still put the Batman uh, trilogy over it, but just probably like by a hair, uh, by one point if we did point systems, or if I did a point system like you. But um, one thing that was big for me is that like like I think Godfather One is the best movie. If you do, if you take all six, just like you did, and you ranked them, I think Godfather One is the best movie. Yeah. I just think that two two was okay or was good, and three was like. I didn't really need it or it just felt like it was like dragged on and stuff. Mm-hmm. And for me, like the if you if you were to graph it in both trilogies, like Godfather one, two, and then three. So it kind of falls. Like it kind of I don't know if it's crescendo. I think it's crescendo um, was when it when it falls down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when the, the when the sound um, falls down. But I know, um I guess but it descends for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And Batman begins was I think not the worst of the, it was it was good it wasn't like amazing but it was good and it um and I guess I guess Dark Knight was the better of the two but I think like the um Dark Knight Rises, Rises was, was almost just as yeah, good and absolutely. the the villains were really really strong yes. and the stories were really good or like the the plot and so on so I think that it just because I think the those two like Batman like Godfather one and the Dark Knight are close, but I give an edge to to the Godfather, and then um, I think the the third one with Bane was better than the Godfather two and three. So I mean, mm-hmm. now, but I'm I'm not saying like it's a wash, but that's just why yeah, I kind of like lean towards that, that way. Well, yeah. I mean, but he basically just ranked them exactly how I ranked them. Yeah, yeah. but he just didn't give it a point system. Like yeah. I well, no, I, I would I would say I think you had Godfather three over Batman Begins. Oh, I would so you flip, would put I would flip those. Uh, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and and as a trilogy, as a, a full story, yeah, I agree. Like the Dark Knight, while you know the Godfather starts at the peak and kind of like you're coming down the mountain. Definitely with, you know, Batman Begins, you're climbing up, climbing up, and then you get to the absolute peak with uh, The Dark Knight. And then you kind of come down just a little bit, but you're still kind of very, very high with the third film. So See, I don't, to be honest with you, I didn't see Dark Knight uh, Rises as, I I didn't see Dark Knight Rises as, like, coming down that much. I just think Christopher (laughs) Nolan's performance was so ridiculously good. Heath Ledger. Oh yeah, Heath, Heath yeah, Ledger. Yeah, yeah. Heath Ledger's performance was so ridiculously good mm-hmm. that there's nothing anyone could do to top yeah, that. Yeah. But I do think Dark Knight Rises was really, really oh, yeah, good. Like, yeah. I do think it just was really Tom good. Hardy was just yeah. like, I mean, I'm not beating Heath Ledger's performance, but, but hey, he I'm gonna it. give you a really good yeah. band. Like, I'm Tom gonna give you Hardy. a really in, like. I mean, everyone still fan. talks yeah, about same. that voice that he makes with the mask. Like, yeah. that is def. It, it's a. It's definitely iconic. It's an on iconic role. During COVID, be like. <laughs> you believe what I so, believe. So my question is, if all right, I know what villain performance you're gonna rank higher. Yeah. Story structure. Do you think Dark Knight's story structure was better than Dark Knight Rises as well, or was it just Heath Ledger Heath Ledger's performance that was so ridiculous that put it above? 
Um, The Dark Knight Rises, it's like, I think Bane's ideas were there. There's definitely a lot of, there was a lot less, how we talked about with the, the last pod with grounding films and we were directly speaking on the Batman trilogy about how there's a groundedness to it and it makes you feel like it's real, like this could really happen. There are elements of that third film that are a little bit more, you have to kind of suspend your, suspend your, you know, your belief, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, that scene was wild. I mean, even going down to the gadgets, I mean, now we're kind of, we got, you know, flying car situations. We got like these, you know, the bat wing situation. Um, so there are definitely aspects of it where it's like, okay, this is a little bit more, you know, you're getting more comic booky now. In terms of the actual story and, and how the plot, move, how you're moving, how you move through the plot in the third film, it's like, okay, like, you know, movies with you know big bombs always kind of mm-hmm. like it's like okay i mean there's not much you can do with that there's a big bomb in in dark knight he blew up that hospital <laughs> yeah there that that was a part of it to blow up a boat but the the i think the again like how we've talked about like motivations and like how characters carry out their missions I think the Joker's was just a little bit more like y- you believed his his commitment to the anarchy. You believe, yeah. you know, why he wants to take down society. You understand where he's coming from. Bane, you kind of get it, but he does kind of just kind of arrive like, hey, like, I'm just going to start blowing shit up. He like, came out the darkness. You know what I mean? You? Like, exactly. yeah, like, I'm just, you know, oh, don't ask how I did this with this stadium. Like, it's just happening. Like, right now, boom, and Hyde's Ward's going to run his tail off. Boy. <laughs> I think Hyde's Ward should have, he sh- sh- still should have got credit for that touchdown. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I believe, yeah, that definitely, I wonder what the stat line was on that game. Yeah. But, um, I have. Yeah. I think Bane was is my favorite villain in that one because like not. I think Keith Ledger. I think like Tom Hardy did a great job. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everyone. I think the consensus would be that Heath Ledger did like a little bit better of a job. Even though I don't think Tom Hardy could have done a better job than he did. It's just that it was just an I- iconic performance by by Ledger. But I think I like the third one more. Even though I can say that all right, I think the second one was a little bit better. I think I like it more because. There was a moment where I'm like, yo, Batman could lose. Like, I, I didn't even think he was going to lose to Joker. Like, I was like, Fair. Joker was but creating chaos and doing things where, but, that he couldn't, like, stop or control. But, like, one-on-one, I'm like, he could lose. Like, <laughs> he, might not, he might not be able to beat this dude. But that's, I think the, the, the Joker, his, his thing wasn't necessarily to beat Batman one-on-one. It was just to create chaos. And, and defeat his character. He mm-hmm. wanted his character to be assassinated. He wanted the idea mm-hmm. of Batman to be killed. That's right. what he wanted. He didn't necessarily care to beat him in a one-on-one fight. Yeah. I mean, he's getting thrown to his death and he's laughing about it. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I think that's what made him a unique villain because yeah. a lot of times, like, people go into these situations, they want to beat this person one-on-one head up. And it's like, all right, well, no, you can't do that. He comes into it like, I know you beat me in a fight. Okay. That's not but what you I'm beat me into a fight, you don't kill people. So if yeah. you kill me, that that tarnishes your rep. Mm-hmm. Right. And Batman does lose at the end of The Dark Knight. I mean, Rachel dies. Yeah. Um, and then we get the birth of Two-Face. You know like what I mean? Rachel so it's died. like, you, you do. Know? I said I like Rachel dying. Oh, like Rachel oh dying. yeah. No, me too. Wait. I <laughs> love this. Did you guys ever see that clip? of uh Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless talking about the Dark Knight and then basically being like, why are Two Face and Batman fighting over Rachel? Is it right? I mean, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> we supposed that, to but... believe that? We supposed to believe they fighting over this chick, not a Holly Berry or and I was like, yo, Stephen A's <laughs> That's crazy, funny. bro. Yeah. I, I liked her dying be- for the same reason why the person who I hate the most, and I do mean hate, out of all of of uh superhero movies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is Lois Lane. Oh, when thank I, you. Yes, oh, I was just about to say that. Oh, very Superman much Amy is like, Adams, press yo. this button and you save the world. He's halfway to pressing the button. Wait, Lois Lane didn't tie her shoestrings and she trips and falls. Let me go <laughs> save her. And I'm like, yo, will they just kill her? Yeah. Will somebody just off her? Yeah. And this will the world will be a better place. A way better place. Yeah. No, but whatever. But that might be the thing. Like she might be the re- like the person keeping him sane almost, you know? Like you can look at it like if he dies, like all right, why am I still here? 
Superman's That's gone. Fair. Superman, like, why am I still good? You know, there could be that. Yeah. But then that, you'd like Superman even more because he'd be super villain man. Yeah. <laughs> but, see, but see, now I'm going to start going in on DC and Warner Brothers again because that's not Lois Lane. That's not. <laughs> like, but, um, and like, I don't know who the heck Rachel is, so I don't even know. But yeah, shout out to the Dark Knight trilogy. Like, that is a, you know, it's an all timer. And again, like, the cast is crazy. Liam Neeson, Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, like, the list goes on and on. Gary Oldman, mm-hmm. like, Oh, like these are Academy Award winning performers. Like, yeah, you you know, you rarely are able to get that type of level of talent over a series of films, you know. So that definitely puts it up there as like an iconic, you know, situation. Um, but the Godfather's yeah. the Godfather. It's but one still, of the greatest I films mean, of all time. So. so to your point, I think Bane still got like did what he was trying to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just also kind of backfired because yeah. he's like, "I'm break, I'm gonna break you," and he broke him, literally, like mentally yeah. or whatever. And then he just came back from that. <clears throat> so I think that's both- the part that 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 made me, uh, like I said, Heath Ledger's performance was just so ridiculous that it puts it above Dark Knight yeah. Rises. Mm-hmm. But if you if you somehow didn't look at it from that and you looked at it from a story structure standpoint, yeah. the Batman rebuilding himself made me like Dark yeah. Knight Rises yeah. like yeah. that I'm much. Yeah. yeah. I'm like with I, you, on that. I, you you know what I'm saying? He's not like the clean cut, like life is just easy. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna win at all all the time. Nothing bad ever happens to me. It's like, all right, he loses. He's this rich guy who loses, who ends up having to go into the dark hole and suffer. His way and climb back. his way right. out. Yeah, yeah right, climb right. his way out. Literally through. climb his way out. Like. From the bottom. Started from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I yeah. still vote Godfather. Let's give some love to, to the Godfather, too. Because yeah. we, we all three, or I don't know, who, what do you, what's your ranking in the order of the movies, Omari? Because me, me and Gabe have the Godfather as, as number one. Yeah, the Godfather. I mean, <clears throat> so you're Godfather putting the Godfather one. over your favorite movie? Um, What, in terms of like, oh, if I'm ranking them? <sighs> I mean, if I'm going favorites, yeah. I mean, no. But if we're going like one of the greatest, The Godfather is one of the greatest films that has ever been made. So yeah. it's like, although I say, I, I mean, I'd say The Dark Knight is as well. But the The Godfather is like the blueprint. You know what I mean? It's like you. Uh, there's so much inspiration that's drawn from that that has gone over to every single genre mm-hmm. in film and entertainment. Um, so iconic. All these decades later. Um, great actors so, in it yeah, too. Great actors, Pacino, everybody in there bringing it. Like you know, you you can't get any better than the the Godfather in terms of the legacy and and all that. It so was it's the got it that. was the best longest movie I've ever seen. Probably. Absolutely, <laughs> like, absolutely. The, the movie feel is like feels forever, but you don't also don't want it to end. You're just yeah. like you're just locked in. I remember I saw I saw bits and pieces before, and. Um, we watched it recently in our in our movie club over the pandemic, and um, I had been not putting it off, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch this long movie. I know I've seen parts of it. I know it's like iconic, so on, but like it can't be that good as everyone hypes it up to be. And after watching it, I was like, this movie is exactly like I understand exactly why <laughs> yeah, it gets it's like the you hype. Get it? Like it was made thirty years, however long ago, and it can hold up against anything made today. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like I want I was like, you know what, I'm just let's eat Italian food now. Like I'm yeah, I need to make pasta. <laughs> We're gonna watch two and three now today. Yes, bro. Like call me Gumbini to... Gumbazzo, whatever you want to call me. That's me, man. I'm a part just of the like... family. Like what's well, good. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean Marlon Brando, like I mean, you you turn that thing on and it's you're watching history literally. Like, yeah. That's that. It's an all timer. You you can't go wrong with either one. The opening scene, the wedding. You you quoted it. Come to me. <laughs> Come to me on the day that my wife is to be married. My wife is to be married. Yeah. Ask me for a favor. I, I still love Godfather, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything with suits and killings, sign me up. Suits yeah. and killings, yeah. mafias, <laughs> all that. I like that, which is a great segue. <laughs> oh my goodness i care a lot now let's talk about a film that truly deserves a sequel or a prequel which i will talk about later boy this movie is crazy as hell i was not prepared for this yeah i i watched the what, trailer. So, what, so wait wait actually i want to get everyone's initial thoughts on it before like what you guys thought before you watched it and then what and then we can go into everything 
Well, I didn't know anything you know about, anything about it, it okay. originally. Yeah. So, um, and I, I, I asked you before, I was like, did you put me onto this or I just happened yeah. upon it? Um, I think, so I, I think, I, I think I'd watched it and said, everyone needs to watch this in our, in our group chat. So, yeah. So I didn't know anything about it and I, I tend to like to watch movies that way. Like yeah. I don't, you know, Same. Uh, yeah, like I don't want to see the trailer. I don't want to read anything mm-hmm. about it. I don't want to, like, I just go into the movie and just be like, all right, bang, this is what I'm watching. Like, of course, obviously, there are certain movies you see the trailer and that entices you. Mm-hmm. But certain movies, like, that come on streaming platforms and stuff, like, sometimes I don't want to know anything about it. I just want to go yeah, into it, it, don't hear any feedback from other people, yeah. just kind of watch it for the first time. So for me, I didn't hear anything about it beforehand mm-hmm. um now in the first few scenes i could already tell that i was gonna like it yeah i like Me i too. like i like knowing that someone's like hey this is a good movie watch it and i'm like all right and i don't need to know anything else about yeah. it i'll go check it out and then yeah but this one i had i saw when it first when it first dropped and i was like oh okay kind of looks interesting um and i think like i said before netflix does a good job of showing you clips they'd be like oh, okay i like how this is shot or whatever this dynamic or whatever is going on but you really don't even understand what's what's actually right. going yeah. on in it you yeah. just like get a good taste and um i think it was on either some ig accounts i follow or something like that they were like uh, there were people were saying it was a good movie and stuff and i was like all right i'll check it out and when i went to look at it it said thriller it was a thriller slash comedy yeah and i'm like oh. I don't know, like, this doesn't kind of feel like a comment in it to me, like, just looking at it or whatever and and reading the, um, and reading the little, like, bio or whatever they give yeah. you. And I'm like, I don't know if, like, I'm I'm not really ready to watch this kind of a comedy or, like, a comedy in general. So I kind of kept pushing it off. And when I finally watched it, I was like, I can understand why. And there's some parts where, they, okay, they would consider this to be a comedy. They kind of throw, like, comedy on almost everything that they don't really know where to put it. And they're like, all right, comedy, if there's, like, some kind of right. comedy in it. Right. And, um, but it's not. It's just a really good movie. Yeah, it's and, not. Yeah. So, but yeah, go ahead. Amar, you were, you were in um, front of Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, like, like you said, I already knew I was going to like it when I, when I first put it on. It almost reminded me of when I first, uh, cut on uncut gems yeah um specifically with the electronic um soundtrack which i really oh enjoyed throughout this film like it really like <laughs> moved you through this shit like th- with certain scenes i was like oh man like okay here we go like mm-hmm. what's up so um yeah i was like oh yeah this is gonna be a good one and again you know i always got to bring up the cast like uh, at first i w- i wasn't gonna watch the trailer then i did watch the trailer but before that, I was spoiled um, with the Peter Dinklage casting. I had no mm-hmm. clue he was in this film until I saw the the card. You know, Netflix kind of has cards of like a random, like a random part of the film. Yeah. Um, like on like the uh, the menu, and I was like, "Damn, Peter Dinklage is in this!" Mm-hmm. And the scene that he's revealed, I was like, "Damn, that would have been wild if I was just cl- if I just cut this on and Peter Dinklage was in here." I mean, you know, when you cast somebody like that, you just, I mean, he don't get on to just any any project um and so that was really great i i I love rosamund pike like this is this is the 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 chick from gone girl Mm -hmm. and she just plays these roles just so well like these crazy chicks like just like that's rosamund pike if you need her to play like a psycho like (laughs) cast rosamund pike like she really like kills this role like she does. pun intended like, like she's a perfect she casting. kills it like, like i don't think anyone could have done a better no, job like she was so perfect like i actually can't think of another actress that could really pull off the she there are so many levels to her and levels and layers and layers like, yeah to how she was maneuvering through this through society and again uh, speaking of characters like the joker that makes you believe their motivations and what they want to do in in life Mm -hmm. she really did a great job of like helping the character explain to the audience basically like this is what's happening and this is why i'm doing it like Mm -hmm. and this is why i won't stop and you can't make me stop you know so, and I'm a winner at all costs. Yeah, I'm a winner at all costs. She tells you at the beginning of the film, yeah. like, yo, like, I'm a win. I'm a lioness. Like, I'm yeah. dope. That like, line, immediately when she said that line, I knew I was going to like the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, she's no, she's not playing no games in this movie. And, I, I mean, we'll obviously get into it further. There's points where I am just like, all right, relax. Like, you feeling yourself a little too much. Yeah. But, you know, she, she doesn't care. The character does not care. And it's a really 
you know, it was refreshing, honestly, to get this type of yeah. Um, so to kind of to kind of intro it, um, it's it's a movie just based on villains, basically. <laughs> like, there's no yeah. good people in this yeah, nah, in this movie. Like even probably I guess maybe the judge was the only one that <laughs> that didn't know what the hell was, was going on. Judge. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it was just even, off of ignorance. Even still, like, maybe it's like. Uh, but that's but, part of the intro sequence when she says, "Oh, look at you! Yeah. You probably think you're a good person." Right, mm-hmm. right, right. That, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's. It, it just makes you not even open your eyes, but it kind of like you if you compare it to real life, you're like, "All right." Like what's really going on right. in the world, <laughs> like right. in the world that we live in, like because I I can empathize with everybody here, and no one's a good person, and no one's doing like the right thing. Even like the um so basically so to intro it, no one's a no one's a good person. There's this lady who I don't know if she's a lawyer or whatever, just businesswoman who has a business where they basically find low hanging fruit or low the low hanging fruit being old people and um. It, that need to go to or may may not even need to go to a retirement home but just mm-hmm. they have a lot of money they don't really have anyone that they can send it off to or give it to when they pass um they trick the they play the system in a way to get them to be so she's their their legal guardian that's mm-hmm. why it's called mm-hmm. i care a lot she right. cares a lot about all the people she's like a legal guardian for and then um basically just sucks them dry of their money and these old people just live in a retirement or not retirement home but like a a nurse a nursing home until they're gone assisted living assisted living facility until they're just no more until they pass away yeah and she just profits off them and takes all their money yeah yeah and she makes sure they stay in these situations like she's no matter what yeah yeah. she's she has a a a game going with the actual assisted living facility so like they take and the doctor and the doctor and the doctor and basically i mean she's got an in with the courts i mean she goes in there with no problem like yeah well she's she's learned how to play the system she's a really good salesperson yeah (laughs) yeah she's learned how to play the system to make it seem like okay well this person hasn't been here i'm here because this person has hasn't been doing what they need to be doing. Yeah. And so it, she just she just lines everything up to basically set herself up to continuously take advantage yeah. of older people and, time and time again. And make yeah. it seem like she's she's helping. Yeah, make yeah. it seem like she's helping and she's caring. The only gripe I have is her appearance. Like she does not look like a a, a nurturing, you know, <laughs> caring human being. She's yeah. very done up. She, like she's got like Business I mean she's wearing bright hair. red in the you yeah. know what I mean in her opening scene. Like she looks evil as hell. Like Yeah, but she talked she talks about it in this in this uh in in, in some of those initial uh sequences where because she is a woman, people view her a certain kind of way. They yeah. don't view, she plays into that. She plays into people view women as more nurturing, mm-hmm. you know, people. So she plays into that. They don't, you know, that's why the judge can't see her as a person who would be taking advantage of older people. Yeah, all he knows is that she keeps finding these people who really need help and helping them yeah, <laughs> and, and taking and, care of them and, and no like, one else oh, is stepping she's up. She's well-respected within the community and she's all these other things. So I think she plays into that. So I, I don't think it. she could have had a buzz cut when she came in there and I think it still would have had the same effect because she was a woman. And even later on, the you know, her and her... um her partner mm-hmm. um you know she's in a, a same sex relationship her and her partner like play into that even more like they talked about like no one sees us coming because we're women right. and these a lot of these men think we're going to back down from them yeah. because we're women yeah. but that's with not what we're going to do yeah you know, with yeah for sure um but I'm glad you brought him up earlier yeah uh, Peter, Peter Dinklage, Dinklage because I feel like he needs more flowers I feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. especially um, like, first of all, he's a phenomenal actor outright, yeah. regardless. Yeah. But him being a little person, I think I give him a little more credit because a lot of times they only put them in positions to, you know, be like comedic relief. Right. And or be he, like the butt of the joke or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And so um he he he's obviously, you know, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. He has a uh a role where he's not necessarily 
him, him being little is not an essential exactly. aspect of the character. Yeah, no, not at all. And so you uh, almost you almost forget that he's a little person in the it, film because the characters, you know. So you mean in this so one? Or, no, in, yeah. in, he's talking in about in Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Oh yeah, I, I think both. Yeah, yeah. And, both. and so it's you the can, same thing. Say, but yeah. I was I, I just looked it up. The first movie that I I, I saw him in was Find Me Guilty. Okay, yeah, uh, it's a movie yeah. with Vin Diesel. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. They're in court. Uh, Coincidentally, another like Italian <laughs> mafia yeah. style movie, and he's Vin Diesel's uh, attorney. Attorney, right? Um, no, actually, he's not Vin. Vin Diesel is his own attorney. He's someone else's attorney that's a part of mm. the uh, mafia. Yeah. But it's another role where he's a vital character, and people have to take him seriously. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not they're not you know playing on the 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 idea that he's a little person right, and right. like you know he's the like you said the butt of the jokes mm-hmm. he he has a lot of roles where he is a little person but be he you you're not thinking about that when you're watching the movie yeah right? he right. makes you forget that he becomes whoever this character is and you take him serious and even in this him being like a figure that you're supposed to be afraid of yeah you can take him serious as a figure that you're supposed to be afraid of even with him being of such a small stature so right. i think that he doesn't get enough credit for the roles that he chooses to play like how you said earlier he doesn't just play anything mm-hmm. the role that he chooses to play and a job that he does while playing those yeah. roles it's not that it's funny you say that but i think him being the the big scary person was the reason why it was like thriller slash comedy mm-hmm. because it was this big person that they built up you you like you meet him like probably halfway through or i don't know like it feels like halfway through the movie um, or maybe like right after the first third. Yeah, kind of like second act, middle of the second act. Kind yeah, of like and you, they are building him up, and then he happens to be a, a little person, and it doesn't like when you when you see it, you're like, oh, it kind of takes because at least for me, because I didn't know he was in it, it kind of takes me back, and then I'm like, oh, okay, maybe that's why they didn't even com- they it had to be a comedy, but he's still very serious and like like they they had parts where, um, when the dude was supposed to go get oh that's another thing i want to say the the only person that you think is good in the in the beginning of this is ends up being peter dinklage's mom Mm -hmm. because she's she's like the person that you think is like getting taken advantage of then you find out oh no she was like she stole someone's identity and (laughs) she's also this like really bad person too so that's at at the end of you're like yeah everyone in this movie is a villain well did she or did he peter he he did it out of her her protection yeah he he was trying to get out of the mob yeah so he changed her identity and put her in this situation where they couldn't find her I think she was mm-hmm. just doing everything because, like, I don't think yeah, she but, even knew okay. that the diamonds were in her house either. I think she you was mean just in the, holding in the down. safe. Yeah, in the safe. I think he, I, she was in the okay. dark with yeah, a lot I of guess, that. Yeah, I guess like they don't really like flesh that out. But I feel like it was, it was like a family mob type of thing in Russia because, like, that other mm. dude was, the the other dude wasn't his brother, but like I think related yeah, to him somehow. I thought it was like a family thing, and, and then, just like, like how she changes died. and how like. Like she, oh yeah, she also killed her role. Like she played three different characters almost. Like she played the innocent old lady. Like you wouldn't suspect anything from her. Mm-hmm. And then she played this person who was being drugged up and was distraught because she was in a situation she couldn't get out of. And then she was like, "I'm gonna kill you." Also, yeah, like for, like, like when she when she tried to kill um the main character. I forget. I always forget her name. So the Mike's uh, <laughs> Mike Marla. Marla. Yeah. Yeah. And so. But yeah, back to that. When they first introduce him, he gets out the car, and then he's small. And then this dude is in front of him, like, shaking, like, uh, like don't kill me. Like, I don't know. I, I tried to find your mom. I can't. And then the guy gives him a box, and it's, like, donuts. <laughs> and then he just right. he takes a second to yeah. eat a donut before, and like, then he then pulls out a gun. And is like, so there. I think there's a little bit of comedy. Another part I told you where, um, where he goes into the bank to look for the diamonds in the safe. Like, he's... Hat, looking like your hat like hoodie up and stuff and just walking through trying to be like inconspicuous and i'm like you're a little person like every no matter like how hard you hide everyone's gonna know it was you that was on this camera or something so that's where i think i at least found a little bit of the comedy but still like you said he was super serious he didn't you didn't take him as a joke and um and it was he just did a good job in general yeah and 
the movie itself was so well written. Mm -hmm. Like the storyline was yeah. so well written. <laughs> Everyone did a, an amazing job, like in their performances of their character. Yeah. And this is just another one of those, like we, we touched on the first episode of the gentleman where it's like these diamonds in a rough where like, you're not seeing a lot of marketing for it. Mm -hmm. You don't see a lot of people talking about it. You don't see it everywhere, but it's definitely something that I'd watch and rewatch and yeah. recommend other people to watch. It's like yeah. one of those type mm -hmm. of type of films. So the score and the music, which you talked about, like I, I made a note to write that. I was like, yo, this, it go, it doesn't take away from the movie and it amplifies every situation. And you're like this, this song or whatever the score, or whatever the music is exactly what I'm feeling right now. And yeah. I can tell that this is important or not even that's important. Just it matches. And, um, Another scene I, I really liked, or like I like the way it was shot too. A lot of close-ups, a lot of like yes. they cut her off at her forehead. You're really like, it's really intense. You're really like in her face or going through the thoughts that she's going through. It almost feels like, but um, when they first introduced the expensive lawyer that they they called him, I forget his name too, but the one yeah, oh yeah, Dean with the gray suit and purple, um, purple tie and. And handkerchief and everything when they had their first going back and forth i was like oh this is like lit like they like this is a, a super strong dude who like knows what he's talking about knows like the laws and how to like talk himself out of anything it almost seems and she's going one for one with him she's not missing a beat not backing down and like the, the entire movie i think the theme was just basically like competition and almost like not like losing at or not wanting to lose no matter what and I think part of what drove her was these being guys that she were battling. Yeah. Right. Like, I think if these were women, I think her response to them would have been different. Right. But every time it was a guy, even in situations like, you know. You, yeah, because she was with the, the doctor when she was like, hey, I want I want in on this. She kind of like, all right. Like, she kind of backed down to get that client or whatever, where if it was. She didn't back down from Peter Dinklage, dude, or the lawyer at all. And exactly. he gave no ground. Right. And, and then she made a point to mention, like, these dudes, these guys. Like, when those incidents would happen, mm -hmm. oh, these guys feel like I would back down in these situations. Right. And Peter Dinklage keeps asking her, like, you're not afraid that you're not afraid of me. Like you're not yeah, afraid you're not that afraid I'll to kill die. you. Like, <laughs> yeah. right, right. like I could still kill you right now. And she just keeps repeating like, no. Mm -hmm. And so I, yeah, she, she didn't. That's the crazy part is she keeps saying that she cares a lot. The name of it is I care, I care a, lot, a lot, but she clearly did not care <laughs> yeah. that much. Like and if she lived or, or died. Like stone cold, yeah. which is super cool. I like that. Like having a, a women led cast basically. And them being going toe for toe, bat for bat, or however you say. And I like that. Okay, so here, here, this was my uh, my issue with Harriet, right? So what I what I liked about this is exactly what I didn't like about Harriet. I think that you can make empowerment movies for, for any topic, mm -hmm. and in this case, like a, a woman empowerment movie. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like so in your face. This is about yeah. women right, empowerment. Right, right, so right. like in the case of Harriet, like it's about Harriet Tubman. Mm -hmm. Literally just that in itself mm -hmm. makes it about women empowerment. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do any other, any, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to do anything else to it, but tell the honest story of Harriet Tubman. Right. And it's going to be about women empowerment. But they made a point to do certain things where it's like they go off into monologues to discuss mm -hmm. like women empowerment and you know that type of thing that kind of pulls you out of the film and this one i feel like they didn't do that i feel like this movie was about her and women empowerment but they did it in a way where it wasn't so in your face you know what i'm saying it wasn't or like hey, it this is the purpose for the movie like, yeah or right. like or you could even say like they were so obvious about it that they made like it a part of the storyline like it, they made her hatred towards men it almost seems like mm -hmm. a part of the storyline or her hating to feel like she's submitting to a guy a part of the storyline so it was about women's empowerment but there was at no point that they stopped and been you know and were like we women are as powerful as yeah. we want to be type of, were, you know what I'm saying? Type it was, of thing. It was in the writing, not like written, like not spelled out for you, but it exactly. was in the writing of the story. And, and even like in, in small, small ways where um, the back to the scene with the lawyer, with Dean and her, where 
um, she was like, oh no, her doctor was the, or, or this lady, I forgot the lady, old lady's name. The doctor was the one Jennifer. who told me, was, was, was the one who informed me and stuff. And then he kept referring to that doctor as a he. And she's like, no, it's a she. And he's like, all right, the she doctor or whatever. Like they mm-hmm. just the back, just those little things and the back yeah. and forth was how they, how they delivered that seamlessly. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think the big thing with this film was just like the amplifying of like capitalism and like mm-hmm. what it's done to society. I mean, she, this this character Marla is driven by by money, you know, money. Western society and like what we have you know created in terms of um, the world of money. And so she, like she said, she's like, I want to be like the billionaires. I want to be in the one percent. Like, and I'm gonna do anything possible to get like that and you know this is my game like everyone and and it's it's wild because you think about today's billion millionaires billionaires those in the one percent and you you really get to thinking like what are some of the sacrifices what are some of the things that they did yeah you know to get to where they are and and it's like you always have to think like somebody in every situation somebody not playing by the rules and somebody got the very short end of the stick you know to get you know those billionaires those millionaires to to where they're at um and this is just an incredible i mean from the beginning i wasn't expecting you know her her plan that she has at the beginning of the film to turn into this multi you know almost multi-billion dollar corporation when she combines it with peter dinklage's character yeah you know that spin i was just like damn like it really gets you to thinking about what, you know, the lengths that people go to to advance in this incredibly flawed society that right. we uh, we have created. And what these big corporations who care and are doing, like, that are for causes and stuff, like, what's really going on? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This character, she's stone cold. Like, if they, like I said, this movie now, Mortal Kombat, which we talked about in the last pod, that don't need a sequel. This movie needs a sequel. I want a prequel for this movie, yeah. and I want it to be about Marla. I need a, a Marla origin story, yeah. and I don't know. If we can call if this movie's called I I care a lot. We gonna call the prequel. I don't give a shit because this character, <laughs> she just does not care. I mean, literally, Peter Dinklage threatens to kill her mother, and she was like, "Kill that bitch! I don't care." Shows her a video like sociopath. I was like, wow, like she really. So, yeah, like what happened? Really also, and yeah. she's just so bold. Like she was like, let's take him down. And I'm like, no, like friend, like her girlfriend was just like, oh, what? Frankie, are you, yeah. Like what is wrong with you? Like let's get out of here. Like she and and Dean told her. Dean was like, something's coming. Something's coming. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. And event we find out at the end of the film, it came. You know what I mean? And so there's there's a lot of there are a lot of messages in this film in terms of just like uh, is there a pause on that one? <laughs> yeah, this game like, it came. It just continue, came. It just keep came, going. Came on on her face. And so <laughs> there is so many things. Very hot. I mean, we're gonna talk about it. Very hot. I I truly buy their the the couple. By the way, it's a pretty hot couple. Yeah. too. you know, I don't know if y'all which y'all. Look, I had I had Frankie as as Lady from. From Fast exactly, and like that exactly. was that was exactly her character. That it was exactly cool dynamic duo. You know, her partner in crime totally believed it. They were very on point with their research when it came to the wards. Like, I mean, Frankie's out here following folks, and she's going and getting information and just trying to collect. I mean, they're very. She's very thorough and mm-hmm. and very very you know precise with her scam. And so, you know, that that drive, although it's, you know, a very, you know, it's I mean, it's awful. I mean, it's a very terrible, you know, business. I right, mean, right. As someone, I mean, I have a grandmother, thank the Lord, 89 years old. I would hate to have a family member in this situation. I mean, it's a horrible, horrible yeah, you situation. Can't like anyone in the movie. I mean, <laughs> awful. Absolutely awful. Thank God. I mean, shout out to everyone who's able to take care of their parents and, and the whole nine because there are sharks out there. Like like she says in the film, like, you just a, Dean, you just a nasty shark that's trying to take advantage of folks. And I don't appreciate that. And you pulling up to my business like this. And I'm like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. she really is like trying to dress folks down. And meanwhile, she's the one, yeah. you know, you know, committing crime and, and being immoral and just completely out of bounds, taking advantage of people who would rather, who would you know really don't have it you know or need it at at certain certain instances but 
Um, the performance, though, again, Rosamund Pike, she makes you believe in her for a lot of the film. Like, you're just like, you're not rooting for her, but you're just like, damn, girl, you go ahead. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're a bad chick. She's you don't like, need no man, literally. Like, right. you're just like, and you're she's moving not going through society. Up, like, yeah, she's not going up thing. against, a, like, a a good system either. Like, you're exactly. she's going against exactly. somebody else who's just as bad. Yeah, it's, maybe it worse. created, she cre- the society has created these types of people. This, yeah. It's created that mindset, you know what I'm saying? through capitalism like just like yo like everybody cheating so i'ma cheat and you know what i mean like i'ma do it until the wheels fall off and she literally did and dean told her again like don't do this like i'm telling you take the money and she's just like why would i take this you know what i mean 300 100k I can have millions. That's what I want. I want to be a multi-millionaire, yeah. billionaire. That's what I dream of in America. I want to be. I want to have all the money, all the power. So I'm, I'm xing that out, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get to the money. So I don't care about you threatening my life, mm-hmm. um, and you, you know, coming out of nowhere. And clearly, you are coming, you know, with a purpose. And she was just so stubborn. Yeah, and we do not definitely need that, that origin story because we need you, it. You don't I, get, you don't I get like where that, that comes on from. Accident. Yeah, you I want to really know. Get... Yeah, I want to know where that comes from. And her even saying like, her, "Oh, my mom that's sociopath." Like, I want to know like how a person like that gets to that point where they're literally down to do anything to get to that almighty dollar yeah i mean they, they she definitely would have had to been screwed over a few times because it's kind of like she has an attitude of well yeah i'm taking advantage of the system but as opposed to what somebody else doing it like some, yeah, someone else, someone else is going to do it on yeah. this end so i may you I know might as well be the guy yeah, i might as well be the person who's doing it and be the person who becomes rich like everyone else in the in yeah. in the one percent yeah. but to your point um and it's definitely leading to a spoiler but to your point uh it i mean if you want Marlo's character, it has to be a prequel, right? Because you so did, does she? You think she's gone? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Where I, she got stabbed? Yeah, just know I, she's, I, she's coming yeah, back think, from that. I think. Yeah, I think she's. Oh, yeah, I no, she's, she's dead. Yeah, she's I dead. think she's a goner. That's how you wrap that thing up. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. And she has like, to die. I was like the hurt, like because it's when you I'm go like, too yo, far. All these evil people are just winning. Like the evil people are just they they won. They taking advantage. Like she's she's blown it up into this huge corporation. She's taking advantage of the elderly across, across the, the United nation. States yeah. of America. Yeah. Like how does this end? Like with her on top, you know, and then this guy who she screwed over in the, in the, the very first, very one, the very first, first beginning. beginning of the scene. <laughs> and you know, we Awful. talk about this all the time about how movies have symmetry, and it kind of gives you that aha moment. Mm-hmm. This guy and he pops up out of nowhere and was like, "Hey." <laughs> my mother died in this assisted living facility by herself. I couldn't be there because of you. Bang. Mm-hmm. Let's get her on up out of here. <laughs> Just kidding. Mm-hmm. She's done. You're done. She's done. But, um, another, it kind of, not that it's not part of the story, but in movies, in, in this movie in general, nothing good ever happens in a parking garage. As soon as a character <laughs> walks into a parking garage yeah, by themselves, something's going to happen. Absolutely. <laughs> like, both times, like, she, she got taken, she was in a parking garage, and then when she got um, Peter Dinklage, she got him back, it was in a parking garage. Yeah. So, as soon as, as soon as someone enters a parking garage in a movie, just know, like, something's about to happen. So, are you saying we should avoid parking garages and not realize? No parking garages. If you live in a movie, then yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> If you live in a movie. But just... Just in general, if you're in a parking garage, you might as well just be extra alert because you never know. <laughs> yeah, facts. Facts. Yeah. I love, um, again, the motivations are, are so clear with, with the, the protagonists. Well, you can't say protagonist, but the main character, um, her motivations are, you know, she was just like, because Fran was like, Frankie was like, I mean, he threatened you. And she was just like, I've been threatened by many men. Yeah. And and, you know, they said that they were going to do X, Y, and Z, and none of that happened. No, no, no. She said, and I've been threatened by, like, she says an exact number, like, by hundreds, and only two ever came out. Right, of only two, right, right, Yeah, right, and right, so it was like, so yeah. that's even and more, like, she, like, we need this yeah, origin like story. More, yeah, she keeps what? dropping, they keep dropping, dropping <laughs> nuggets, nuggets throughout like, the film, like, it's like, Only two ever came of anything, chick? and I'm like. You know what I mean? Which is also interesting, too, where it's like, okay, well, maybe, because usually when you get a film like this, you obviously go, okay, we need a prequel, but that mystery too might also be like a really cool part of this film of building her up yeah yeah and it's just like who what do you what are you doing like why are you like this like i I love that and so i mean i wouldn't be mad if a prequel you know never came because it's like throughout the movie you are just you're you're constantly being pulled along um 
and, and these small nuggets that are being dropped continue to to pique your interest in the character. And and it's not that you believe her, but you are you're more susceptible to following her because you're interested. Yeah. And, and like, you know, you're or you're, even understanding instead of yeah, like being completely taken out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you understand where she's Because you can from. never like you can never imagine yourself being this person or being right, that bad of a person. Right. And you're like, okay, something happened to her that made her this way. Yeah. Right. There's like, like there's reasons why. Like they, they did a good job of that. Yeah, those those nuggets definitely. Are, I mean, what you just said—you could never imagine yourself being that bad of a person. And she starts off by saying, "You think you're a good person, yeah? No, right? It's like, oh well, what about you? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's just it's just like you really you really get an inside look. Again, another film just like with the gentleman, a, a, an incredibly elaborate plan. Like mm-hmm. this is a good, I mean, this is a scam right here. Like this is the scam of all scams. Cause it's really just like, and then when it gets amplified at the end with it's, Peter, it's when you don't hear about or like is come, maybe it's someone in the world doing this, but it's almost like it's completely imagined. Like, right. and the way that it's delivered is like, all right, this could be a real thing. Like even me right now, I'm like, I've never heard of this, but I don't doubt for a second yeah, that someone's doing this. I was going to look up, gonna look up like, like, is this they- <laughs> like something that hasn't been tackled in legislation? Like, do we, are people really doing this for real? Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, damn, this is one hell of a scheme because, you know, I can see that. I can see like yeah, someone just no pulling up. That there's someone's no doing this somewhere. Yeah, I mean, maybe not on that scale, mm-hmm. but I'm almost certain like, people are getting checks for yeah. this person being in an assisted living facility. Right. And so because they're getting a check for this they're person being there. there, they're keeping them there or, you know, making it a considered effort to get more people there by mm-hmm. any, by any means, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've seen some of some video footage of like some of these people being taken, like elderly people getting beat up and mistreated in some of these facilities, these, yeah. yep. you know what I'm saying? So, yep. I mean, we don't we don't get any background story to to as to why that's happening yeah. or what kind of system this, like this would it. allow for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So I definitely believe that, like for sure, this is happening. Maybe not on uh, on that scale, but it's happening. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, corruption is is happening every single day in this country around the world, and it really this film really shows you that intersection intersectionalism of corruption. I mean, this woman is shaking hands with the doctor. She's shaking hands with the lawyer. She's shaking hands with the courts. She's shaking hands. She has stock in, she has a big chunk of stock in the 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 um, the care facility. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like she offered the doctor. She was like, okay, let me get some more, let me get some more, you know, goods on, on this patient. That could be my ward. Like, what, what do you want? And the doctor was like, like I, want stock. I want a piece of that stock, baby. Like, you keep, you know, we keep doing this and you're not really getting me in. Like, I want in on this because you eat eating. Yeah. And so um, I find that really interesting, too, because it really shows you how a lot of these growing businesses, a lot of especially in law, especially when it comes to I mean, I was just watching especially law. Is there, yeah, oh, I was just watching the um, the Britney, the, the Britney Spears. Uh, I think I think it was the New York Times or one of the uh, papers. They have a um, they're doing media and doing stories, multimedia stories. And they were talking about um Britney Spears, I think it's called a conservatorship, um, and basically how her father right now is like owns like all of her assets, like owns all her stuff, and her fan base is been helping try to get her out of the conservatorship. Yeah, and so it reminded me of that because I'm just like, there's so many loopholes and so many ways that the elite are able to manipulate um, society and bend, you know, you know the 99% at their will, you mm-hmm. know, to just make more money and have more power. And you totally get this character who's about her wits and is extremely intelligent and has all these connections, has this huge network. And, Seemingly starting and it up from gumption. zero. Yeah, start literally pretty much starting from nothing. You understand why she wants to get to that point because she's kind of, you know, turned that curtain, you know, pull the curtain back a little bit and she sees how this can get yeah. to another level right she's, she's like no one has morals power. why should i kind of thing exactly she's like everyone's doing it why can't i do it yeah it, it, so um i can't remember who brought this up to me but i, I recommended the movie to someone else and mm-hmm. when they what they brought up they, they started talking about um baseball and that era where steroids got big mm-hmm. and it was kind of like 
well, this person's doing steroids, this person's doing steroids, and now we're all losing because all these people are doing steroids. Right. Mm-hmm. So I might as well join in right. and, and and do it as well, it out, yeah. and even out, you know, even out and 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 get in where I could fit in. And I kind of feel like she she's like, all right, well, if everyone is being evil but me, and I'm I'm getting I'm the one who's constantly getting taken advantage of. Yeah, and I'm getting hurt. What about if it. yeah? Mm-hmm. What 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 do I have to gain from not being evil and sitting mm-hmm. in this position? I might as well, you know, get my feet a little dirty. Right, yeah. right. And then, but then you learn the the le- the lesson that's learned is that once you get your feet dirty, not only does it not stop, but you can't undo it. Yeah. Once you're you in, you're, you're really in. Back. It's like Ozark. It's like Breaking Bad. Like these, this this type of story Good is girls. a very exactly <laughs> like this is a very sad story because it never ends well, and you're always gonna be on that hamster wheel. And, you know, it's just like she she was telling Frankie, she was just like, we're always going to be looking behind our shoulder if we don't end this now. <laughs> but the gag is it's never going to end, yeah. baby. It's never yeah. going to end. Well, it ended. It <laughs> end, Oh, it ends. It ends. What you think, what she thought was going to end didn't end. It didn't end the way she thought it was going to end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it ends bad for you, love, is what the point is. And so it's like. You know, you have to be careful when you get into those situations, when you get involved with the mob, when you get involved with gangs, you know, bad business, like shysty individuals um, in the elite. You know, it's like that is is it's it's a it's a it's a recipe for L's like and she takes them and and Dean told her Dean told her but she was so (laughs) but she was so it's an addiction. You know what I mean? Capitalism, it, it can you know, bring about addiction, addiction to money and, and just like power. And she was addicted. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and she wanted it so bad that she was literally like, I mean, I couldn't believe the turn that the film was making. I was just like, damn, like she won't stop. Like they just tried to kill your girlfriend. They blow your house up basically. Like yeah. kill her too. I thought the movie, yeah. They then they, ki- then they try the to kill her. In the water. At first I was like, oh, can she die right now? That would be kind of wild. Like, that would be interesting. Like if they kill her right now, like how would the movie progress after this? But of course I was like, now why didn't y'all just kill her, then put her in the car and then ride yeah. the car off into the lake? Like that would have made more sense, folks. Because if they find the body in the autopsy, it's Danny would say cause of death gun wait what if they find a body in the water and they do an autopsy the cause of death would be a gunshot but the thing is though they they faked the the doctor's death because they were like oh the doctor was ruled a suicide i was like well how the hell they do that oh yeah so they could have just done that with her like they could have or they could have just killed her right there when she was being held hostage in front of him yeah and then just dumped her into whatever but it was like okay it's a plot device she's not gonna die right now unfortunately omari so we got to keep this thing going she gets frankie and then they literally fight back i couldn't believe it i was like damn like you are crazy girl like like please stop like that's when she wins him over because he's like he's he's like like, i realize that you're you're like you're the most driven yeah (laughs) driven driven, crazy yeah person that he's ever met and he realized that it's it's just not gonna she's never gonna stop never gonna we could just make more we he said we make more way more money yeah working together fighting against each other absolutely absolutely but again that thing came right on back around. Well, he still ends up on top because now well, that she's him. she's she's gone, yeah. he's gonna be he inherits all of that money. Yeah. Well, and unless unless Frankie was in on it too, because she kind of. Yeah, but splitting it three ways oh, yeah. is Frankie's still less still money than well, splitting it Well, if they were like, I don't know if they made it official or whatever, like right. partners and stuff. But that's one thing I thought. I was like, all right, she was basically taking advantage of people who had no one to leave things to she also right. didn't have anything anyone to leave things to where did her portion of that go to either him or or to frankie if she was yeah oh, that Dinkus's just made character. me think about one of my favorite scenes in the entire the entire thing mm-hmm. one of my favorite scenes so this whole situation happened he tries to kill her he thinks he's he's one he thinks she's dead she comes back and this whole uh, scenario presents itself, and he ends up in the hospital, and he opens his eyes. And she's sitting there, like, and she's all he sees is hills, and she's sitting there, and she goes through the spill about her being his legal guardian. Now. Yeah, right, and, right, oh and he flipped it. Yeah, she flipped You're it. John on Doe. Him. I was, You're John Doe. I'm your legal guardian, and I'm <laughs> here to help, and I care. Yeah, it's like, oh, damn. I own you now. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I own geez. you, and you're like gonna she, give me that ten million dollars. Like, she trumped him better than 
anyone could like we could have imagined like yeah. oh okay he's right. here now like right. she's like hey i can touch you at any time kind of thing no she's actually like i actually own you now <laughs> like yeah. thanks for thanks for this yeah <laughs> whatever is yours is now mine so figure it out yeah he he. i mean i can keep you locked up in a nursing home for forever like he, his right. only option was to go into business with her or just and I think she took from him what he valued the most because the money is not what he valued the most. Yeah. It was the control. Yeah. She took, she, he had no him. more control over himself. Right. So, yeah. I, I, man, that scene there. Right, let's go into rating this movie now. <laughs> what do you, what you, what do you have, Amari? Uh, I'll give it an A. Uh, um, well, okay. Numbers. Out I'll give it a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? Um, okay. Ooh, yeah, that's I'll higher than you that's rated first, Gentleman. That's your first 10. That's my first 10, huh? Yeah. Well, that might be the, well, you gave a 10. I gave a 10 for a Gentleman. Yeah, yeah I, I I thoroughly enjoy that. Like, Yeah, I, and when movies like this catch you by surprise, like yeah. that, it just it leaves you an even better feeling or a better taste in your mouth. Absolutely. And again, it it, it made me want more. I mm -hmm. want to know more about Marla. Like, why is she this crazy person? I want to see her build this company. I mean, we come into the situation and she's already thriving. She's got everything. She's got all her connections and um, she's killing it. And I love that, you know, origin story. You know, that's how you, you know, tell a story for real. Like, that's how you, you know, you establish the characters, you establish the motivations, you establish the world. And um, they did that very well. Um, all the characters, the performers were great. Peter Dinklage was great. Um, the, the elderly um, woman that played Jennifer was great. I, I just love that with, you know, seeing a lot of you know older actors especially women as women age in the business a lot of times you don't really see them get roles to really chew on or um you know have you know work with in terms of substance i, I thought that was great and just the story the sophistication of it all just yeah. just seeing the interconnectedness throughout the film <clears throat> the different characters and the different industries combining to help complete the scam um it's just like damn like is this real again like is Everybody's this really happening like yeah like everyone's getting a piece of the pie um just wild seeing her walk up to sam who runs the health the the care facility and was just like i need you to up her dosage i need you to cut her food i need you to you know she only gets 30 minutes outside of you know the crib i was just like damn like i mean and sam was like you got it all right you sure okay so it was really really cool just to see you know, someone really take their time with, with a film and really flesh everything out for you to yeah. enjoy. Is it me? Yeah, go ahead. So I'm going to give it a nine and a half. Um, I think that is the same that I gave uh, gentleman. The, the gentleman. Yeah. Um, just so we're clear, the bar is Shawshank. The bar is Shawshank. <laughs> so Shawshank is a 10. It's a 10. So... Yeah, so the bar is pretty high. Yeah, so I'm going to give it nine and a half because it's, it's super good. I definitely, uh, you know, would recommend it to people to yeah, watch. Sure. And I would re I'd gladly rewatch it over and over and over question. again. Yeah, yeah so watchability. Yeah, absolutely. And would you recommend? Recommend, I would 10 out of 10 recommend yeah. if we're talking Yelp. But uh, I think I'd give it nine, nine and a half, probably nine and a half because it's, yeah, I don't know. It was, it's just, I think we said it already, <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's as good, not as good as you can get, but basically almost as good as you can get in a film. I, I also like that other than Peter Dinklage and, um, there wasn't like, it wasn't an ensemble cast right. in a way where, where like the gentleman was where you have all these people, you know, for sure. But, um, are you seen multiple times or no, like, all right, they're going to kill it. Yeah, nine and a half for me. Yeah, I liked Alex, the 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 henchman for Peter Dinklage's character. Um, yeah, everyone in the film was it, it was it was really cool, and I understand the dark comedy, you know, labeling. There are definitely tones, you know, undertones of of comedic relief in a way, especially yeah. with the Dean character. Um, and then it's just like kind of funny just seeing this chick not giving yeah, up like, like she just won't stop and you're just like yo that, like the scene where, where Marla, she's saying i own you now and then the one where she's um where they're like at a dig site or something and it's him sitting in front of her like hey i'm about to kill you right and she's and her like, response she's like, like, like okay i'm not scared of death why are we scared of death yeah. it's over after that <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah 
she is very yeah i i admired that part of her just that the she, bravery yeah. like like Peter she was almost character. never go ahead, mom, i keep interrupting oh no no you're good bro what are you saying she's like never scared right, also right right it's always like like when she survived when she probably should have drowned and stuff yeah. she wasn't scared like she was just pissed she was yeah. even more mad she's like oh there's no way like now now i am the, he's beating me on the score i have to go back and get him obviously she was like all right frankie frankie got touched and got hurt in this if she's okay with it then i'm okay with it which was cool like you you got to see some empathy from her like when you didn't like the entire movie but um but after frankie was like all right you're right let's go then it was just game continues and right. i'm gonna win yeah yeah so i think yeah everyone recommends everyone would rewatch. i already rewatched it i probably would watch it again mm-hmm. most definitely um anything else any final words final, final thoughts words, final thoughts um man just play by the rules man like seriously play by the rules yeah, or cheat every like, day. <laughs> play by the rules like that's it's gonna come back to you man like it really does like yeah, movie was about karma also it's it's about karma absolutely like karma and and just really being honest and and being fair and moral it does pay off in the end like i know it's like it may seem impossible the way our society set up and so many you get you know we're, every day we see people win you know off of the most you know shadiest stuff like i was just seeing a tweet the other day about these damn pp loans or whatever oh yeah it's like bro like people out here really because it it's hard out here for some folks and it's just like you know i'm sure again i'd love to know marla's character's backstory but i'm i mean she did say she alluded to struggling you know Mm -hmm. in her early years and she was just like i'm never going back there and there's nothing that you can do to stop me from avoiding that um and so it's like, I get it, but at the same time, it's going to come back. And it came back specifically to her, specifically to her character, because we're following her, the character. But yeah. she was just so, like Peter Dinklage was saying, it's just like, yeah, I was just over here chilling, but you over here just, you just screwed my whole situation up. Who are you? Yeah. You know, she was really just, she ruined, she was ruining so many people's lives. At least Peter Dinklage was like, we have a system. My mother, you know, we're doing this right here. Like, we're trying to just keep it cool. We're laying low. I mean, Marla was just, I mean, she's going through everybody, grandparents, like just the whole (laughs) neighborhood. Like, it was like, damn, like it was really sad. Like it really kind of made me sad because I was just like, yo, like when she was first bringing Jennifer out of her home, it was just like. Yeah, you feel really bad. Like that's what I I said. That lady killed her role. 24 hours didn't even pass and she is repainting the wall. She is stripping out furniture. I'm like. Bro, like you just uprooted this woman. You don't even know who she is for real. Like, right. and then you get the then you get the nod that she is not who you think she is, or that there's consequences to what you're doing, and you still don't stop. Like you're that Double addicted. Down. All like, the chips. Yeah. yeah, like you're you're handed hundreds hundreds of thousands of dollars are dangling in front of you, and you would rather go through what's being alluded to you to be, you know, danger and and life threatening. And you'd rather chase, you know, the millions than just take. She you know, wanted those like diamonds, those um, the diamond. Yeah, once you saw uncut, the diamonds, those uncut gems. Once you <laughs> saw the uncut gems, it was a wrap. Like she was just like, "Oh nah, Frankie, we just hit the jackpot, baby!" Like, what are you doing? Like, and yeah. even even you know, going later in the film, she was Frankie was like, "We lost," and like, she was like, diamonds. "No, we still got those diamonds, girl." And it's just like, sh- look what she built over what she stole. And then in the end, you know, it, it comes to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just like play yeah, we, by the rules. We definitely ruined the movie, but definitely still check it out. If you haven't, <laughs> yeah, it'll still be I, worth yeah, it. If we, were doing like, a spoiler, we, we can't even do it justice. Um, watching it, you'll, de- you'll, you'll be able to understand what we're saying and stuff will ring bells, but still a really good movie and, and watchable even with spoilers. Absolutely. All right, that's a that's about it. It's been episode four of what we watching. Ba-da, ba-da, ba.